so can you tell me what it was like living in the bubble like what you do all that stuff mm-hmm. uh now bubble was cool uh you just for me like i just relax all the time so we just practice and play games and other than that like i'll be in my room either in bed or probably playing the game myself so i mean bubble i would kind of remind like an aau type thing but like you really couldn't leave to go get food or anything. But I mean, they had restaurants. By like the first game started, you could go to the other um, the other hotels. So it wasn't really that bad. If only thing I really missed when I was home was probably like my car and stuff. But other than that, like it wasn't bad. You didn't miss you didn't miss Chipotle. Oh yeah, that too. I did. <laughs> I yeah. really did. Yeah. So did you get to hang out with like people from the other teams and stuff like that? Uh yeah. Well. I was lucky that um, one of my friends, Josh, Josh Hart on the Pelicans, he was, he's in the same hotel. So like we could go get food just right there, go down, maybe get wine or something or just chill. So it was pretty easy. Just happily lucky he was in our uh, same hotel. And I saw like reports there would be like ping pong tables and like there might have been a DJ or something. Oh, uh, yeah. They got ping pong. I don't think there's a DJ. Uh, <laughs> they had um, they had ping pong it was a lot of like uh like old game systems like if you go to arcade like the old like like the pac-man and oh, that's cool like nba jam and stuff it was it was dope and they had like specific courts right so like they had like the designs of like the suns and like other teams yeah i think i think the only practice course i think they had it was miami and orlando that's it i think i think i think because it the same state, I think maybe that's why, because they're in Florida, maybe. But other than that, yeah, they only had them two courts. There was, yeah, Orlando and, like, I think the Vice Court. Is there another Florida team I'm thinking? Is there another Florida NBA team in Florida? Not that I can think of right now, but but that's messed up. I feel like they should have a court. I thought they had a court for, like, each of the teams, but. Oh, yeah, that would be dope. (laughs) That'd be a lot of courts, too, so. That makes yeah. sense. What What was it like, like playing without fans? Did you get to hear the pumped in crowd, or was that just for the TV? Um, no. So you, yeah, you hear it when you're out there. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, for me, I really like. I've been so trained as in college, where like we don't really try to pay attention to the crowd. So like, it doesn't really. I really. It's not really different for, for me unless like obviously you're like at home or away and like. A big play happens, and big play happens, and like the crowd sort of crazy. You really yeah. feel that. But other than that, like when you play, when I play, I usually don't really hear the crowd as much as like people think is how loud they are. But they had the people out there. It was kind of cool, just because you could really hear your teammates. You know, yeah. so like you make a shot or do something, you could hear them because it's so like ain't nothing really else besides like that noise stuff they got. But so yeah. you could hear your teammates. Was I feel cool. like that's the reason the Suns did really well was because like, it seemed like we were the team that was celebrating the most when we made a basket. Like I remember Cameron Payne was like making, he made like two threes in a row. And every time he like looked at the bench. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that was, that's what was dope. Cause you could kind of see who's really with each other or not. You can see what teams really like are together. And um, that really showed that we were together, just how hype we were. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool to see that. And, like, did you ever, like, look into, like, the stands, like, trying to celebrate, like, a three or something, and then you just saw, like, a screen? Like, uh, no, nah, if I celebrate, though, I'll look, I'll look over at the bench. Oh, okay. So, like, if I do something, I always look at them. Uh, other side's kind of dark. There's some, like, NBA people will sit there. 
or family sit there now in mm-hmm. the playoffs. That was just like people. You could go to the games. Like if anybody like NBA player want to go, they'll go. But there's a lot of like people that work for the NBA were sitting over there and stuff like that. So yeah, if you celebrate, I always like kind of look at our bench and just see the reaction and stuff. So did you go to any any other games? Probably some of the Pelicans games, huh? Uh, no, nah, we were, I really just, we were winning and I just wanted to keep it that way and keep doing what I was doing. So I was just yeah. like, I just, we played, we played every other day. So I was yeah, like, that's tiring. I bet. Yeah. Like I want to make sure like I'm good for the game. Like other teams, they could lose because they're going to be in the playoffs. So, but like we really couldn't lose. So we really, I kind of just try to stay as locked in as possible. That makes sense. And it, there was like things going around like that the food was terrible there. Is that true? Um, it was like the first, it was really like the first three days because when you first get there, you're quarantined oh. in your room. So they have to bring up like packaged food and stuff. Oh. But other than that, like the meals were fine. Like they have good food. And then they had the restaurants and like room service and everything. So you're really fine. Like you're, it, was, it was good food. In the beginning of the first couple of days was really questionable and tough. <laughs> that's why everybody was complaining. But then after that, that's why you really didn't read nothing more because you could there's so many food options you have. Uh, that's nice. At least they gave you like an option instead of like just the same food. Yeah, 100%. So, so what does like a typical game day look like for you? Like what's your routine? What do you do? Anything special? Uh, nah, I know before the games, I usually try to take a nap depending on the time of the game. Uh, like after like a shoot around something, I try to take like a little hour nap maybe, just get some sleep. Uh, when I get there, just routine is just, you know, on-court workout. And then when I'm, like, on, like, the stretching table and stuff, I'll, I'll watch film. i watch, like, clips of, like, who are, like, the players out there who I'm going to guard and stuff like that. I just watch different clips of all the players out there. And then uh, and shoot, yeah, then go out. So usually that's probably the biggest thing is shoot and then, watch film while I get stretched and everything. So, like, the film, is that, like, on the iPad? Because I've been to some of the games, and, like, you're sitting there with a coach, and he has, like, an mm-hmm. iPad there. Is that, like, um, No, they so they'll send it, like, text messages and stuff. Oh. So I'll be on my phone while I'm listening to music stuff. I could just watch on my phone just off. That's pretty cool. So, so I think you, you told us who the hardest person to guard was. It was James Harden, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what made him so much harder than everyone else in the league? Um, just his skill wise and what he does offensively, just his handle and how far he can shoot, and where they put him in situations where you're just out there by yourself, isoing. Um, you can't foul him because yeah, he, he knows how to draw foul. Uh, he's strong, and he's just he has the ball a lot. So like you might get a stop or two, but then. He gonna go again. He gonna go again. He gonna go. You're not gonna keep getting stops every single time. So like, he's just he's so tough with the ball. So he can ball handle so well. Kind of like it makes you retreat. Just how tough he is. And you can't touch. You gotta show your hands. So then you're just vulnerable with your hands out. And then he just takes advantage. So. So then, who is the hardest defender you've had to go up against? Uh, I don't know. Usually the hardest the hardest defenders guard book, so <laughs> ain't really nobody really <laughs> that, that crazy guard me. Like Yeah. Cause your job is to guard their best player. Their, yeah, their so like their, their best players. players get the rest, so they're not gonna unless they're like top defender, they won't guard 
the person with ball head because they would get cooked out. So they just guard players like me who's in the corner who really who I'll, I'll move sometimes, but not like ball heavy, like usage wise. So I don't really. You do that, that a lot in the bubble, to be fair. Huh? You did that a lot in the bubble. You brought up the court a few times. Uh, yeah, yeah, mix it up, mix it up yeah. for sure. So, what's the biggest like thing you had to adjust to from college to to the league? Um, the biggest thing coming in is probably the speed, the physicality of the game, uh, knowing the rules and everything. I think when I got there, first year I got there, they switched to 14 seconds where you get like offensive rebound stuff. Oh. Besides going back to 24, so the pace was even faster because they yeah. wanted to speed the game up. So, I think just the pace. Physicality was the biggest thing. That, that, that makes sense, yeah, because, I mean, especially, was it still 35 seconds when, when you came? Nah, from- it was 30. It was 30. It was 30 then, okay. So uh-huh. it wasn't that big of a jump, at least. Uh-huh, yeah. And what was your biggest, like, welcome to the league moment? Like, did you get dunked on? Did you get crossed up or something? Yeah, I think who was – I remember – it was early. I think we played OKC, and I was interchanging between Russ and Paul George. Oh, that's tough. And it was just like – then Steven Adams setting ball screens, so you really can't – like, it's tough to fight overall. He's so strong. He sets, like, one of the best screens. And, like, him is a bonus, like, just crazy – like, screen yeah. setters. They said it's, it's crazy. So, that remember that game just – just being – just work, going back and forth, like – trying to stop Russ going full speed, then guarding PG, where he just has all this skill and smoothness and then also can't touch him. You go chop out over screen hard, he's going to stop and shoot. I remember that. It was like one of the t- – I was like, damn. Like, that was yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Oh I can't imagine that. But wow. and, and so do you talk a lot of trash to those guys when you're out there? Me? Yeah. Nah. nah, I don't. I just – I'm more, I'm more quiet unless, like, if I do talk, I might just be, like, after a timeout, yell, like, to our bench and stuff for the players. But other than that, no, nah, I, really, I really don't Not, Not if you're clamping them all game and, and you don't say anything. like. Nah, because if I am clamping and I say something, it could be, like, they could just lock it another level to turn on. <laughs> keep doing what yeah, I was doing. I guess that's fair. Keep it, yeah. keep it the way it is. Exactly. So what would you say to somebody who wants to make it to the NBA? Um... I like just, I don't know, just work hard. I mean, I think the biggest thing is not to really think about it. Uh, a lot of kids that grow up is that, that get talked about in high school and stuff. Always talk about, they always say NBA, NBA. So I just think, just don't think about it as much. You know, if you go to college, pick a good school that you trust and, uh, and just work, you know, just, I was grateful I went to a great program like Villanova. So, I had to work, even if I didn't want to, they're gonna make you work. So just just put a lot of work in and just be patient and just keep getting better and then the opportunity will come. Yeah, I feel like people are too caught up in like being like a one and done. And like if you don't get if you don't go to the league the first year out of college, then like you're never gonna make it to the league. But I, that's not always the case. That's a rare few that go one and done. And I feel like uh-huh. players are too focused on that, like you said. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough for them, like, especially the kids that just – you got a lot of people in your ear. Lucky I'm home. A lot of my family's not like that. They just wanted me to go to school and just get better, and they're excited for me to play in a college after I registered my first year. 
way me to play and keep getting better. So there's different people and stuff for kids in high school. There were all the hype around them and people in their air telling them this, telling them that. So, I mean, it's it's tough for sure. It's just kind of just got to try to handle it and, you know, just do your thing on the court. That makes sense. And if you weren't a basketball player, what would what, what do you think you would be? Like, what, what would you want to be? If I wasn't like a basketball player or athlete? Like, yeah, like as a career, what would you – like if you weren't good at basketball, what, what, what would you like to do? Um, I'll definitely try other sports. You know, I'll definitely try like – if I was young, I love football, and so this day I do. So I would definitely try that. But other than that, like, off the off athletics, probably, like, be a teacher. I mean, that's what I think I want to do when I'm done playing basketball. Kind of, like, something I like, you know, just, like, elementary. Um, I think second grade was my favorite grade ever as a kid. And, like, I remember that now when I'm 24. So just kind of – you know, do the same thing for kids, just help them out and just, you know, be around, help them. Have you thought about being a coach? Because, like, coaches, they're good teachers also. So. Yeah, I know. People have told me the same thing, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've got plenty of time to think about it. Yeah, we'll see how long I play basketball for and see if I get sick of it and want to need to take a break from it. So, yeah. we'll see. Because, yeah, like, when I talked to Monty, he's, he said – so he's, he compared himself to you being – the like as a player he played like you did mm-hmm. that's what that's what he said so i mean if you guys have because he ended up being a coach after he played so i was thinking maybe but it's not for everybody yeah no i, I, yeah, I mean that's another, that's another thing too we'll see though when time comes yeah so can you take me through draft night like it was probably like just tell me about it like um, what went through your head so Getting drafted, um, sitting in the green room, I was thinking I'd either go to New York or Philly. Um, so I think those are two teams I was thinking about. And just waiting, you know, just sitting there waiting, anxious. And then got to Philly, and then it was all pumped up, hyped up, because I was going back home and everything. Yeah. And uh, then, like, I get through the meetings and stuff, and then I get to I get traded, and then, like, it was it was just a quick like mood change. I never talked to the Suns or anything like that. So That's crazy. I was obviously like I didn't tell people now. Like I was I was frustrated. I was pissed. You know, like I bet, I bet. I, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's like oh, I was happy. Like, <laughs> I would be. Yeah. So I was I was frustrated, but you know, just as I kept thinking, thinking what they did to get me, and thinking about every single thing about the Suns, it kind of like made me realize like this is a good spot. You know what I'm saying? Like. And I came out here in a living situation, just being on the West Coast. You know, I'm from East Coast my whole life, so I never really yeah. – I want to go to the West Coast if I'm playing a game or something, like traveling for, like, for basketball. But mm-hmm. just being on a different side and then getting to know Phoenix and Scottsdale, that area, just how nice it was. Meeting the coaches, players, you know, the staff. So, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was crazy when it, the first when it first happened. Just a lot of people were shocked and – um. But shoot, I mean, I'm happy I'm here and just excited. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't expect us to to make the trade, <laughs> so it was really nice and it paid off well for us. And I hope I hope you're happy now. That yeah, hundred percent, very happy. Yeah, but um, sorry. So if you could compare yourself to one NBA player like that, you try to model your game after, who would it be? That's tough. I don't like. 
don't like miles are like the best way for me. I just like what I like to see is, you know, obviously players like Kawhi just how they how they build, right? How where you started and it kept getting better, kept getting better. And then being a player he is now, that's how I try to be, you know, start with defense and then and keep going up, keep getting better on that end, and then every summer, every year, just trying to get better offensively and keep going up, going up, going up. So, like, if I want to say a person, I'll try to be, like, as I get – stay in the league and trying to become a better player, like, just how Kawhi did it. And, obviously, he was at a well, – he's playoffs at a young age, so kind of, mm. you know, he had to get that, you know. So, mm. I mean, shoot, it's my third year, you know, over here we're trying to make the playoffs as well. So, if we just – do that next year and keep building, keep building. I think, you know, hopefully it can go the same way. That makes sense. But, all right, I think that is perfect for 